the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good good afternoon, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and for the next hour, we're going to be here talking about car, car repair problems, stuff like that. So you're welcome to join us. And I'm going to tell you real quick about another shop that's on my best car repair shops list. It's Blackwell Automotive. It's 40th Street and Greenway. He's been a friend of mine for years, and Tom is one of the shops. and all the shops on my list, they are very capable of honestly and somewhat quickly diagnosing check engine light problems. Just because the check engine light says that we have a misfire in number six cylinder doesn't mean that you replace the spark plugs and all the wires and this and that. You go in and figure out what the misfire is. And then you find out it's a vacuum leak over here that's causing the misfire, which has nothing to do with spark plugs, which is what all the parts houses seem to, to hang their hat on. So nevertheless, Blackwell Automotive, he knows right from wrong, and he can diagnose your car. Ken, thank you for holding through the break. How can I help you? Yes, Mark. Well, unfortunately, I have a broken heart, so I guess you can't help me in your mark. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. No. I can't uh, help anybody with right. that. But there is something else. Yeah. Okay. 2016 Ford Explorer. Uh, I cannot pass uh, emissions inspection. The oxygen okay. and heated oxygen sensor are not uh, going green on the test. Uh, we thought it might be the PCM, but we've done a lot of uh, checking, and I don't think it's the PCM. So finally, because uh, I've, I've gone 39 days into my uh, renewals, so I'm out of temporary uh, registration time, we replaced, I might be using exactly the right word, the inbound and the outbound oxygen sensors, a total of four. It's still not turning green. Nobody can tell me how to fix it. All the state is telling me is that you need to get it fixed, so... I'm just hoping maybe you've seen this before. No, there's nobody that can tell you how to fix it. How much did you spend <laughs> on those four oxygen sensors? Uh, the first estimate was about eight fifty. I got them replaced for around five hundred dollars, which I think is a pretty good price. Oh, so you spent five hundred dollars on a guest that didn't fix your problem? Yes, sir. Right. Okay, yeah, you are correct. Um, there's, so I'm kind of, kind okay. of frustrated because nobody can tell me how to fix this thing. Uh, you know. And I'm not going to tell you that I can tell you either because you, here's what you're saying. You're saying that I have high blood pressure, but I want a doctor to tell me over the phone what's wrong with me. And how mm-hmm. can that be a reasonable uh, uh, question? I yeah. mean, how how can that be reasonable? The, the real issue is, is he, he, I'll, 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 I'll explain it and then you do it yourself, okay? 
okay, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to hook up a very sophisticated computer to the car, and I'm going to look at a bunch of parameters. And I'm going to look at fuel parameters and timing parameters and spark duration. I'm going to look at all of this. But and most important thing is, is I'm going to look at the pre and the post, the oxygen sensor in front of the catalytic converter and the oxygen sensor in the back of the catalytic converters. So I want to look at those. And now at idle, would, should the front one be more than the back one or the back one be more than the front one? Or how does that work? And then we got four of them. So at idle or normal throttle or wide open throttle or 30 miles an hour or 60 miles an hour or 80 miles an hour, Oh, all of those have different readings. So how am I going to yeah. figure that out at home? So mm -hmm. you can't fix it. You already right. tried. And you spent a whole bunch of money for nothing. <laughs> and, and I can tell you okay. unequivocally that there's 20 shops in town that could have fixed it for less than 500 bucks. So, And you know what the funny part about this is? It's going to be something as simple and as funny as a fuel filter that's plugged up. The fuel yeah, that's what I was afraid of. So, uh, who do you know? I'm in uh, Anthem that could do this for me. Could look at it. Well, are you prepared to pay between 100 and 200 dollars for a diagnostic fee? Yeah, I've already paid for two, so why not get a third one? <laughs> Ooh, well, who? Why don't you go back to one of the two guys that did the diagnostic fee? Didn't they tell you what the proper repair was? And if if they told you O2 sensors and you did O2 sensors, doesn't that mean that their diagnosis was defective? Yes. Okay. Yes, you sir. you need to start there. You need to go back to the guys that told you that this this was an O2 sensor problem. You need to show them that you put four in. You need to show them this, and you say, I need you to consider either refunding my money, which clearly didn't do me any good because your diagnosis was the O2 sensors pre and post, or you say, do you want to take another shot at it? I, I'm, I still think that you need to refund my money. And, and, and Ken, you have to be careful because, Ken, just between you and me, nobody wants this kind of customer. Because what happens is, is you fix it, then the customer goes to the other shops, and pretty soon there's this giant war going on on the Internet between shop number one, shop number two, shop number three, the state of Arizona, and the car owner. And everybody's fighting about whose fault it is on the Internet. And so I know at least two or three shops that will just bid this through the nose. If they hear the whole story, then they're going to say, this is what they tell me. They say, well, it's going to be, we're going to start at 375 and we're going to go from there. That's what I'm going to charge you to diagnose this. And if I can fix it, I'll fix it, but there'll be extra parts and stuff like that. So if you get that really big number that's twice or three times the normal rate, I think the message from the shop is, nah, we don't want to get involved in this. But if you live up in Anthem, then I'd probably go to Kurtz at uh, Bell Road and I-17. I would probably say this. My name is Ken, and I have a 16 Explorer, and I've got a, pro a check engine light that I can't get through emissions, and I've already had a lot of other people tell me what's wrong with it, and I've already replaced all the pre- and post-cat uh, uh, O2 sensors on it. But I want you to tell me exactly what's wrong, and if you can give me a, a, a graph or a or not a graph, give me a, 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 a not to exceed this, and, and it'll definitely cost you this, but I won't go past this on the diagnostic charges. Most of us are in the $100 on the short side, maybe 75 on the short side, all the way up to 300 on the top end. And, and a lot of the times, the shop will tell you, sometimes it's 300 to find it and $10 to fix it. 
the, and that's included. But if if not, but a fuel a plug fuel filter can make it run lean. The computer will see lean, 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 lean. The computer will say, wait a minute, I saw him hit the foot on the throttle. I should see rich. I don't see it. So everything is stuck at lean, so it sets all the codes. You went and replaced all the messengers, and in reality, that had nothing to do with the problem. I hope and pray for your sake it's not a plug fuel filter. I really do. Anyway, Kurt's Automotive. Talk to a Kurt um, or Eric, either one of those two guys, and, and admit that you're behind the uh, you're you're between yeah. a rock and a hard spot, and it's your fault. Okay. And I think you'll you'll gain favor. Okay. Did you say Did you say the name of the shop was Kurt? Kurt's C U R T S Northeast corner of Bell and I seventeen. Bell and seventeen. Okay, great. Thank you, sir. Okay. All right, good luck to you. Tony, how can I help you? Hey there, Mark. I think somebody needs to feed their dog right now. Um, you know uh, what? Um, I have two dogs, and I, I, I'm going to do that just at the next break. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when you were talking uh, to another caller earlier in the last segment, uh-huh. you were talking about nice and tan on the spark plugs. That's absolutely true. Uh, years ago, I was able to talk with Johnny Loper there, and he called it coffee and cream, mm-hmm. which is pretty much the same thing. Yes. You know, in his dragster. Uh, I have a yes. question about a 1997 Ford Explorer. Okay. Uh, that's, you know, coming up on its years, needing front-end work from wheel to wheel. Okay. I'm asking... Once all the good stuff's put on there, you know, once it's replaced, is there any way I can crank up the torsion bar just a little bit, you know, to give it just a little bit more stiff suspension in the front? No, you do that before the alignment. So set that first and then let the guys put everything in well, and then realign it. Y- y- that, there's a... Y- 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 this is nothing I want, and here's why, just between you and me. Um, you're telling me to replace everything in the front end, but I'm scared to death that you're thinking that I'm going to fix a problem that you have and your shotgun repair is going to take care of the problem. And I'm scared to death that after I replace everything from front wheel to front wheel, the noise is still there, the vibration is still there, the problem is still there, and now all of a sudden you're mad at me because I did what the repairs you said, but I didn't do any diagnosis, but you got the same problem. So I want to be a part of, of fixing the problem. But to answer your question bluntly, there are, yes, you can, I would put springs back in it if I were you. I mean, if it's a... Well, it's you, a torsion bar in the front. Okay. All right. Well, um, don't don't you have, um, you don't have any no, springs? No, all it has is a shock. There's no spring. Okay. Okay. Well, um... It's just torsion there, bars on each side, just like a Nissan pickup. Okay. Okay. Well, there's going to be a ride height specification for the vehicle. Mm-hmm. And so if if you're below that, then yes, you can bring the torsion bars up to that. Most of us won't exceed that number. So if it's already at ride height and you want another inch higher, we don't do that because we know that when we do that and we raise the body off, then we're going to take the top of the tires, kick them out, which means that we're going to wear the outside edge of the tires on both front, and that we can't adjust that because by raising up the body, you've changed the spindle horizon. And so there's a delicate difference between the horizon of the spindle and the horizon of the body. Right. Well, I'm looking for the perfect middle is why I'm asking. Well, there's a specification for the mill. 
I mean, we, it, it's mm-hmm. not really a visual, or it's, or it's. I think it needs to go up or go down. There's a specification for that. So when we right. get well, a right I think height, a torsion bar probably does wear out somewhat. You know, it needs to be maybe twisted just a little bit to give it back to where it started from when it rolled off the factory floor. Well, this is this isn't that hard. You go to the shop and you say, "I want you to line my front end, but I want you." Would you normally check right height right off the bat? And they're and they're here. I'm on the other side of the counter. Okay, hey t- Tony, yeah, I I can do the alignment, but let me ask you a question. What symptom have you got that leads you to believe that you want to uh, check the right height and you want an alignment? Is it pulling left? Is it pulling right? Is it abnormal tire wear? What specifically is it that you're looking to fix? It's got 170,000 miles on it. The whole friends wore out. I want to put all new, uh, you know, uh, rubber, grommets, everything, tie rod ends, ball joints, and I want to stiffen it up just a touch. Okay, and then how is you going to stiffen it up? Are you talking about by replacing all the, the moving components in the steering or in the well, suspension? That's what, well, the, the, uh, the steering is just fine. It doesn't leak a drop or, you know, it's, you know. It's you just said tie rod ends. That's steering? Well, you got inner and outer as far okay. as it's an all-independent four-wheel drive. I know what your car is, Tony, but we're, I'm asking you questions like we're at the front counter. So so I'm asking you to give me symptoms of what you and you want to tighten up the front end. That's a kind of subjective thing. I'm kind of scared about that right now. So we're going well, I'm I'm scared that maybe you, you, there is symptoms but you're not telling me but you just want to tighten up the front end. Well there's no measurement for tightening up the front end. Here's what I'd do. I'd walk out with Tony and I'd say, "Tony, sit in the car." And then I would put my hand on the driver's front tire. And then I would say, Tony, put your hand at 12 o'clock and go left an inch and then go back to center and then go right an inch and back to center. And I want you to do that for me 10 times. I'm going to put my hand on the left front tire and I'm going to look at your hand. And then I'm going to go to the other side of the tire and I'm going to say to you, your steering wheel is firmly attached to the two front tires, Tony. What do you, what do you hope to accomplish better than that? And let them to give me a diagnosis first, how much it's going to cost to fix the entire front end, because it's worn out. And all I want to What's do the is symptoms? stiffen up the trans... Uh, you got tire wear, the ball joints, the lower ball joints are worn out. Okay. When you sit there in front of the car and you look at it, the wheels are squatted out at the bottom. You got 170,000 mile on all these original components. Wait a minute, you and said you had outside air, edge wear? No, inside. Oh, inside the edge. ball joints. Yeah, the ball joints okay. are worn out. Lower ball joints are worn out, so okay. it's inside tire ball wear. Or, right. you know, inside tire. Okay. But, I mean, I'll just let him, I want him just to ask me how much it's going to cost to fix it and put it back and then stiffen up the front end, including shocks. You know, okay. I want to get some good shocks, just one grade above what it came with. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I can tell you that this, this kind of conversation, I hope my guys pass on on the front counter because there's expectations that are not measurable. Tighten up the front end. That's not measurable. Um, we have sophisticated equipment that can tell us the steering wheel is attached to the two front tires, but Tony still says that he wants a different feel. And the different feel, he can't qualify. Does he want it tighter? Do you want me to put a couple of turns on the on the rack and pinion or the steering box? What do you want me to do? And then all of a sudden, we start varying from normal, and then all of a sudden, everybody's in trouble. So I I I just um, you 
this kind of conversation scares most of us because there's 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 an expectation that's not measurable in the world we live in that are specifications and parameters. The inside wear, that's it. I can fix the inside wear. Whatever it takes, I can fix the inside wear. A shop can fix the inside wear. But stiffening up the suspension and bringing the car back to new, that's the things I struggle with. We'll be back right after this. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle, and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... And Doug. Check it out, Limu. A roadside carnival. Step right up, folks. Test your strength. Come see the fire-breathing baby. Let's fan out and tell people that Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Look! An emu wearing sunglasses! Lemo, you're famous. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Every Saturday we're here talking about cars right here on KKNT, 960 the AM dial. And the name of the show is Under the Hood with Mark Salem. Folks, I I like the interaction between the callers and stuff, but um, I hope you benefit from the perspective of the shop owner and what kind of symptoms we want to hear about and and what expectations we deal with and all that kind of stuff. And I especially talk to the ladies and the women and the wives out there because sometimes the husband then charges up his wife or his spouse with this information. And when the wife gets to the front counter, she's just regurgitating that. Um, Try to work on symptoms. I have a problem and this is what it's doing. I want you to diagnose it and then call me with an estimate. That's kind of what we want. When we talk about expectations uh, of, I want it to ride like new, that's very difficult. And most of us understand that in our business, that's just the recipe for a disaster and a better business bureau complaint. Mario, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning. Um, I've got a question on air. Uh, car air conditioning is the 2006 Suzuki Forenza. And um, I've already replaced some parts on it, but I'm not getting cooling air. Oh, out of my uh, vents. Okay. Um, did do you have the ability to suck out the refrigerant, measure it, and put it back in, or did you just empty it out? And how did you measure the refrigerant back in? Well, I did that. I re- I replenished the re- uh, refrigerant uh, with a scale, to, but I could not get all the refrigerant in it that was calling for. Okay. Okay. Um, and. 
And so does it blow colder at highway speeds or does it blow colder around the city? Are you using normal? Are you using maximum? Where's your blower speed at? put my blower speed when I first started charging on a max. Um, I got in everything except 11 ounces of fluid or Freon. And uh, I took it for a drive, you know, just city driving. Didn't do anything. It still blew hot air. Okay, where'd you get the 11 ounces from? Uh, the scale. I couldn't get any more than 11. I was supposed okay. to have like 1.4 ounces, if I remember right. Um, I could only, on the scale, when I was charging it, it wouldn't go beyond, uh, it wouldn't go below 11 ounces to completely okay. fill it. Okay, well, obviously something's wrong because we don't have that problem. We can overfill either the low side mm-hmm. or the high side. We can blow the can out of our, our hands okay. if we want to. So so you're, you're doing something wrong. May I suggest to you that you do something else? And here's what, what our industry has to offer. We have equipment that will suck your refrigerant out, clean it, remove the water, remove the moisture, remove the trash, and prepare it to go back in. We're going to look up by your VIN number and find out that you hold 18 ounces. I'm just guessing. Mm-hmm. So then we're going to take your 11, clean it up, put it back in. Then we're going to put 7 on top of the 11. We're going to button it all back up. We're going to check the center vent temperature. We had, she, we should have something somewhere between the uh, 40s, low 50s. And after we go drive it and the fan speed is not on high but on number 3 and we get good center vent temperature, then we're done. Okay. But I, I can't explain why you can't get refrigerant in it when... Uh, half the time, um, the guys will blow the can up in their hands because mm-hmm. they're putting too much refrigerant in it. So I, I don't, I don't know what's going on. But um, um, can that's... I throw uh, a comment at you? Um, I'm beginning to think that maybe I'm not getting the vent lever, whatever you want to call it, door to open up, or the air is going through the evaporator. No, no, there's no, no, no. The the air blend air the blend door. Mm-hmm. redirects air from top, middle, or bottom. Okay. And then we have a then we have another door that gives you outside air and inside air. But okay. but there's no such thing as freon to the to the evaporator having anything to do with the the vents at all. Nothing. Nothing. Okay. All right. So, yeah, it's not it's not the fact that the controls in the dashboard mm-hmm. uh, are set wrong. No, that that's not the case. We don't care what the controls are. Most of us turn it on max, um, turn it on high blower, and we mm-hmm. and, and we we do all of our testing from there. So you're going to spend, depending on how much Freon. Well, first of all, if you've used any any kind of contamination in your system, our, mm-hmm. our equipment will pick that up immediately and we won't do anything to your car because your stop leak or whatever will contaminate our machine. Yeah, I haven't put anything like stop leak. Okay, and make sure you tell them that. Okay. You just tell them. But I think on the turnaround, you're going to be probably be no less than 100 and probably no more than 200 to have somebody put the right amount of refrigerant, including okay. yours, okay. back in and then okay. top it off. And then they'll be able to also diagnose it once the pressures are right. Then the diagnosis of what's going on and and and, and uh, do, do we have the orifice tube in right? Is it backwards? Mm-hmm. Is it in? Is it the right color? All that kind of stuff that can all be there afterwards. Okay. Okay. I, okay. Question on that. I changed the um, expansion valve on it with a generic one. Could that be a possible problem? No. If 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 it was an application by the manufacturer of the yeah. part. Then typically, mm-hmm. it's just a it's a it's the appropriate part by application. Then you okay. should be fine. You should okay. be fine. All right. 
Okay, good luck to you, Tony. Well, or Mario, Mario. Good luck to you, Mario. All righty, 602-508-0960. We're going to come up on a break here. And let me talk about a couple of other car repair shops. I already talked about Kurtz over at I-17 and Bell. He's Most of the shops are really good diagnosticians. We're not afraid of air conditioning issues, transmission issues. Uh, it won't start cold. It won't start hot. It idles poorly when it's hot. It idles great when it's cold. It's got a misfire. It has this code. It has that code. Um, this is what's going on. This is what they told me over at the uh, other auto repair shop. Those are easy questions for us to deal with. And Kurtz is really good at that. Now, just up the road from him is Action Auto at I-17 in Deer Valley. Action Auto has been around a long time, and I've known Tom since 1983 when he opened up. Action Auto. I trust him. I trust him and his staff to work on cars and do a good job working on cars. They have ASE Master Certified Technicians, and Tom has instilled upon them, let's get the symptoms, let's get the diagnosis, let's get the repair, let's affect the repair and make sure that the symptoms are gone so it's a big circle. All of us fall, fall into that category. So no matter whether you're at I-17 in Bell at Kurtz Auto or if you're I-17 in Deer Valley for Action Auto, you've got two of the very best shops in that area right around the corner from you. So that's what I would do. And you can go to MarkSalem.com and click on Best Car Repair Shops, and you can see the shops all over town that I recommend as really being good shops. And you should know, too, that you can go there and spend as much money or as little as you want, and Mark Salem doesn't make a dime. So there's no commission, and there's no me sending you there so I can make money. That's not how it works. These are shops that applied, and these are shops that I I vetted. So there's nobody there that I don't have their home phone number or I don't have their cell phone number. They're good guys. I know they're good guys because I've been around in the metropolitan Phoenix area since 1979 working on cars. So I've been there and done that. And I've seen some uh, some guys come and go through the grace of God. And then I've seen some guys come and stay through the grace of God. <laughs> and, and that's exactly what uh, the situation is. Most everybody that's really good at what they do in the car repair business has gray hair. It's either curling over the top of their ears or it's on their neck or something like that. Most of us have been around, and we actually got a start in the old cars, which is the 60s and the 70s and the 80 cars, and we've transitioned all the way to the new computer car. So 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open, and you're welcome to join us. Again, 602-508-0960. My name is Mark Salem. Every Saturday we're here at 10 o'clock talking about cars and you're always welcome to join us i'll be back in about six minutes did you know rain tree auto repair is ranked number one in the entire united states by mercedes-benz for their repairs andy val the dad and his sons tom and paul operate rain tree auto body in north scottsdale they've been around since 1972 sure they fix kias and hondas and chevys and fords but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the mercedes-benz Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Rain Tree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Rain Tree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Rain Tree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Political correctness has become a weapon of censorship and intimidation, and we are perilously close to being permanently silenced. This is Michael Knowles from The Daily Wire. In my new book, Speechless, 
I reveal how the left's Marxist tactics have transformed our language and how we can win back the right to speak the truth. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Cubans take to the street to protest. There are thousands upon thousands of people in 42 cities on an island 90 miles from our shores that are taking to the streets in open rejection of Marxism and communism. Join us for our program. Sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Sundays at 7 p.m. on KKNT 960 The Patriot. They knock us down. We get stronger. They try to silence us, but our voice just got louder. The new wave is coming. We've succeeded. People just don't want to recognize it because it challenges their narrative. It challenges their assumption. So they got to try to find a boogeyman. Brace socialism, they think it's great. If you want to go outside and celebrate Joe Biden, if you want to kick around a pillowed effigy of Donald J. Trump, that's perfectly safe. The tech overlords censoring our speech, right? I call this diet fascism. They say, you can't see this, you can't see this. We're doing it to protect you. It's for, it's for your safety. Speaker Pelosi was holding the American people hostage for political gain. This was never about what was best for the American people, never about honest policy disagreement. It was about preventing President Trump from getting any credit. It was about politics. Candace, DeSantis, Crenshaw. Really, the conservative voice has never been stronger. 960 The Patriot, a voice that speaks for you. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff. Even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at Goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. Looking for a radio station that cares about real news and not afraid to go beyond the headlines? There's only one station for you. 960 The Patriot and 960ThePatriot.com. All about that demon, all well, 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, my name is Mark Salem, and every Saturday we're here talking about car and car repair issues and questions and comments and symptoms and diagnoses and, and stuff like that. And you're welcome to join us. The lines are wide open. We have five lines available. And uh, Gil will be answering the phone. So what he does is he just asks for your name, and then he whispers your name in my ear, and then as soon as I get to a place where I can take a breath, I'll say, let's go to so-and-so, and that's kind of how it works. So, And they are live, and we're on a slight delay, but that's in case Mark uses a bad word, not you. And and it's if you can formulate the, you know, this is the year making model we're talking about, and here's the question that I have, or here's the concern I have, or something like that. That makes it easy. It also makes it very, oh, I mean, we open our arms to females, women, ladies, wives, stuff like that that have problems, or they have a something wrong with their car, and they just want to ask, you know, have a discussion about it. You see, that's what's so important is is it's what we call the front counter discussion. Um, it it's very difficult 
on the wives to bring the husband's car in and to tell us that he wants um, uh, all the brakes to be replaced. She doesn't know why. He just wants all the brakes to be replaced. And, and he's come to the conclusion that when he applies the brakes hard, that the car shudders. And so he, he says that the brakes have to be bad. Well, after we do on the low side, 300 on the high side, $600 worth of brake work, he still has the shutter. But then now we didn't do a good job because we didn't fix the problem when in reality it wasn't the brakes. It, it has ball joints or tie rod ends that are problem. Steering components are allowing the steering wheel to shake left and right and shudder. And it happens only during braking. Uh, it's because of the front end of the car is dropped down and we're shuddering the front tires. But it it it's happening when it's braking, but it's not caused by the braking. It's it, it makes the the play in the suspension available to you, and you can see it. But brakes aren't the repair, so that's the hard part, and that's where I I feel especially sorry for a lot of ladies when they come in, and I know that they're just regurgitating what their husband said, and then a lot of times, ladies, the default is is here's his cell phone number. If you have any further questions, call him. That's the default. That's really the way that it works the best. Who might be on the phone? Say hello to Bill. Bill, good morning. How can I help you? Good. Uh, Mark, I have a question. Um, I bought a used 17 Edge uh, 18 months ago. The remote start didn't work. Took it to the Ford dealer, and they couldn't flash it, I guess, so they had to diagnose it. And in their diagnosis, what they said was that somebody had put in a aftermarket BSS module and um, nobody can explain to me why somebody with a car under warranty would put in a BSS module that's aftermarket. Do you have any suggestions? Well, did you Google and see if you could even find a vehicle speed sensor module if in the aftermarket? Um, it does show up on Google. Okay. So it is available? Yes. Okay. Now, the vehicle speed sensor and the remote controls of the car is a, is a disconnect I'm having a tough time with, but let, let me ask you this. When I look it up on the Internet, what does it say? What's the purpose of me taking out the uh, Ford Motocraft v vehicle speed sensor module and putting in this other vehicle speed sensor module? What's the okay. benefit? So, um, I, I honestly don't know. I'm actually listening to the radio in the car right now, so I... Okay. Um, that's just what that was the diagnosis from the Ford dealer was what had happened, and so they had to do something else to get the remote start to work. Um, but nobody could explain why somebody would put that in on a car under warranty. Okay, it doesn't um, make any sense to me either. No, it it doesn't that that. But 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 let me defend the dealer in this particular case because you have the the customer talks to the service rider and the service rider writes down. And then it goes to the technician, and the technician's supposed to look at the car, and rarely does he have the opportunity or take the opportunity to call the customer and get more information. Then if he needs a little help, he might go to the senior guy in the area, and this happens at my shop as well. And then the two of them come up to a plan, and then they, they go from there. Are you sure that they didn't say that they had to reflash the module? And here's why I say that. Every time we have put a new module in the car, we have to tell the module what car we put it in. And the module has a library of cars that it fits. So we have to go in with this sophisticated computer software, and we have to reflash the module to say, hey, module, you belong in the 1917 Edge. Is, how much did they charge you for this, by the way? 
Well, the the it was one hundred and eighty nine dollars for a fee to look at it. Okay, okay. Um, they tried. I thought you know flashing it would is what I was told to take care of it, um, and that's what did not. And then in their diagnosis is what they came up with this aftermarket VSS module. Okay, and now well, I'm having to, it, it, that was under warranty. Now I'm having to deal with it because it went off again. And they charged me 189 just to take a, a half hour look at it and tell me I've got to bring it back and they've got to do a diagnosis and the whole thing over again. Well, doesn't this smell like? Let's forget it's the dealer because it could be an independent, could be a chain store. Doesn't it smell like it's this went wrong at the very beginning? First of all, uh, if, yeah. why are we going to put an aftermarket VSS module? The only thing we'd put it in there for is to change the speed. And I'm having a tough time understanding the relationship between the remote and the speed. Unless, of course, the speed sensor is saying I'm doing 20 miles an hour when the car's in park and the engine is yeah. off and I'm trying to stand outside pushing the doggone button to right. get it to lock and it goes, the speed sensor says, well, we're doing 20 miles yeah. an hour. You see, when you yeah, look well, at all of this and, and then you need politely but firm say to them, no, we're not going to spend more money on this. You've already diagnosed it. And you've reflashed it, and you've done this, and you've done that. And I paid for repair, and it, and it, you didn't fix it. We have the same problem. So from here on, I'm not spending any money. You guys need to fix it. And then what happens is, is I'll just sign the paperwork, and if everything's okay in a period of two weeks or three weeks, then I'll come back and pay you. I mean, you 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 have to put your foot down because you're in a circle, and you know it, and so do I. And yep, it doesn't I make do. any. It doesn't make any difference if it's an independent shop, a chain store, if it's a guy that runs a mobile car clinic, uh, or if it's a dealership. You're, you're in a vicious circle, and the, and they have to explain first of all why does the vehicle speed sensor module have anything to do with the remote? Um, I can tell you this. Have you got a piece of paper? Uh, yes, you do. Okay, four eight zero five nine eight one two three four. Four eight zero five nine eight one two three four. Ask for Alan and tell him you have the edge with the VSS and uh, remote problem. I'm going to call my son in just a minute. I'm going to tell him about our conversation. We have a mobile guy that fixes this kind of stuff for us that is absolutely outstanding. You could have the choice of paying his fee and having him fix your car, and I'll back up the fact that he's going to fix your car. I'll give you your I'll give you my money back if he doesn't fix your car. So after we have it two or three weeks or a month on the road and everything's fine, you can go in and say, Here's your first try, here's your second try, and here's a repair order with the third try, and I got thirty days and everything's fine. I think you need to refund me your first try and your second try. And then they say, Well, why didn't you come back to me? And you say, Well, I came to you the first time. Then I came back to you the second time, and I wasn't giving give you a chance the third time when you you gave me different stories. Does that sound like a plan? Okay, that's what I'd do if I were you. Okay. Okay, mate. Was four eight zero five nine zero one two three four? Yeah, yeah. Four four eight zero five nine eight five nine eight one two three four. Okay. Okay, I was writing. Okay, very good. Okay, good luck to you. Thank you, and we'll be back right after this. Hi, this is Matt. And I'm just like you. I'm really concerned with where our state is going, especially in the public schools, where teachers have the freedom to promote socialism and secularism, and where morality and conservative values have no place. 
So when it came to enroll our five-year-old in kindergarten, there was no question that we were going to send him to a private Christian school. But how would we afford it? Well, thanks to this program called aztuitions.com, we got the entire year for half price. There was no catch. You just go to aztuitions.com. Some of the best private Christian schools in our area right there, offering half-price tuitions for the upcoming school year. And maybe you don't have kids. Maybe they're all grown up. But you can still leave a legacy for the next generation. Give a child you know the gift of a good education at aztuitions.com. We're talking about our future here, folks. aztuitions.com. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. On the next episode of Recipes for Disaster. So we've got our neighbor Paul coming over tonight for a barbecue, which is why I prepared a delicious lemon rosemary steak marinade from my special collection of old family recipes. To make sure the steaks are extra, extra, extra tender, I left them marinating out on the counter overnight, just like Nana used to. Maria may mean well, but without food safety, it never ends well. Always thaw or marinate foods in the refrigerator at 40 degrees Fahrenheit or below. Or you could make your friends and family really sick. Maria's neighbor Paul didn't think twice about the steak he ate until he was presenting his company's financial forecast to the board. That's when a sudden bout of food poisoning made it explicitly clear that profits weren't the only thing on the rise. Watch Recipes for Disaster at foodsafety.gov. You'll learn the right steps as Maria does everything wrong. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need a new stuntman! You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Well, welcome back, everybody. 46 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. We have 14 minutes left in the show. The lines are wide open. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. You're welcome to give us a call, and, and we'll start with your make and model, and what kind of symptoms do you have, what kind of problems you have, stuff like that, and we'll go that way the best way we can. Sun City is a big area. Sun City has lots of car repair shops, but the one that I refer people to is Auto Dynamics. They're on the north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. They're family-owned and operated since 1982, and I've known Chuck since 1979. So I've been around Chuck, and his son Derek actually runs the Auto Dynamics shop at uh, Grand and, and west of 99th Avenue. So I can do that with all the peace in the world, knowing full well that they know right from wrong, and 
every shop, including my own, at some time or another just says, we need a fresh pair of eyes on your car. I can't fix your car. I can't see the forest for the trees, or I don't have the necessary diagnostic information, or I don't have the necessary uh, scanner. But here's a shop that I have sent two people to before, and they've successfully taken care of this. That's what you hope. And I can tell you that virtually every shop I know that I respect has that ability to to, uh, pass on to the customers. If we exhaust all of our abilities, then we're going to send you to somebody else, and hopefully they can fix it. And as far as working out the money, you can do that before that. You can do that before you go to the next shop with the shop that you're going with. So those are the kinds of things that happen, and they happen to mine. My guys sometimes don't fix the right problem. Sometimes my guys have a mindset that this is going to be it, it always is it, and they fix that, but it's not. So we have to unwind the whole deal and start it at zero. So that's the tough part of the industry, but it doesn't happen very often, but it happens to all of us at least once or twice or three or four times a year at least, where we simply don't fix the car. And it's how you unwind it and start over is really the make of a good shop. So anyway, Autodynamics and Sun City, it's the only one I can recommend. And um, I wish I could uh, tell you about more, but that's it. 602-508-0960 is the phone number if you have a car question or a car problem that we can handle in the next uh, 12 minutes or so. Um, 12, actually a little bit more than that, about 15 minutes or so, then we'll do that, 602-508-0960. Car repair, the customers, I would suggest that when you go in that you write down something to tell the shop. Have it in writing. It's more likely that that piece of paper is going to end up at the technician's desk that's going to work on your car. And you could write that piece of paper to the technician to whoever gets assigned to work on my POS, uh, Ford, Edge, whatever. And and here's my phone number, and you can call me anytime you want, and I'm happy to answer questions. That puts the technician and the customer on the same wavelength. And you can say, this is how you make it happen. You start it up on a cold morning, you put it into reverse, you back out of the driveway, and then you drive down the road and get up to a speed of about 45 or 50 because shortly after I leave my house, I'm on a frontage road and I'm accelerating to get on the freeway. So that's kind of, and during that period of time, it smells like rotten eggs and it's bucking and surging and running really rough, but that's the only time it does it is first thing in the morning. And the check engine light is coming on on a regular basis, but it also goes off on a regular basis. All of that information is so valuable. It's so valuable to us that uh, that w- are responsible for fixing your car. That is just a wonderful thing to have is when you have that kind of a conversation. And ideally, it's going to be with the person that drives the car. And if it's the wife and we have to deal with the husband, then we're actually talking to the wife through the husband and sometimes that's not real beneficial but then again you just get you know you you deal with the cards that were dealt to you and that's all you can do as a shop owner we're 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 far away from being lily white in my industry there's a a lot of shops that i know that provide uh, a 50 point inspection on every uh, visit and um it's no secret i call that a shopping spree it's uh, it's an opportunity for us to look at your car and write it up for a whole bunch of stuff that has no risk and a huge reward. So 
you know, greasing your front end or aligning the front end, there's no risk there. We're not going to make it worse, or we shouldn't make it worse. And if if it's the same as when you get it back, it's okay. So there are things like that that's important for us to have that conversation with you. But the idea is is let's let's understand that there's a circle, and we start with what are the symptoms. And then a discussion about when the symptoms occur, fast, slow, left, right, cold morning, hot morning, air conditioning on, air conditioning off, north of 45 miles an hour, south of 45 miles an hour, that kind of stuff. You you can't imagine how most shops embrace the abundance of information like that. That really helps us out. It really narrows it down. And if we can drive it the way you tell us to and duplicate the problem, that, that just is the very best. But... There's just some shops out there, like I said about the 20-point inspection, the 50-point inspection. It's just a shopping spree. Bring your car in, and we're going to find a whole bunch of stuff that you need to get done, and we're going to tell you what it is and why you need it and all this other kind of stuff. But the real question, the self-defense mechanism for the car owner is, Mr. Salem, I understand that I need to have the front end rebuilt, and I understand that it's $850, and that includes an alignment. But would you tell me... What symptoms do I have today that I will recognize that you're going to fix? Mull that question over. What symptoms do I have today that are created by my front end needing $800 worth of work that I have today? Describe those symptoms. You have no idea how powerful that is because they better be on their game. Have you noticed that it pulls left most all the time? Yes, I have. Okay, have you also noticed that there's abnormal wear? The outside of the left front tire is wearing and the inside of the right front tire is wearing. Yes. Okay, well, that has to do with the repair and the alignment. I'm gonna f- I can't fix the tire wear, but I can f- prevent it from happening to the next two tires. And I'd like your permission to take the backs off and put them on the front and then take those tires that have some abnormal wear and put them on the back, or you buy new tires. But I'm going to fix that, and I'm going to guarantee that the front tires won't wear like those other two tires are. That's the kind of conversation you should have. It's difficult to talk to the technician because we have service riders between the customer and the technician. But that's why if you take your note and you give a copy of it to the service rider, but you take the original and you tape it to the rear view mirror, <laughs> and you say, Mr. Technician, or would you please call me with any questions, Mark, and here's my cell phone number. That's wonderful stuff. And that's, that's, the technicians love that because all they want is symptoms, and they want to know, does it always pull to the right, or does it just pull to the right first thing in the morning? And you have a low tire light on. Have you dressed that? Well, the low tire could very well. Well, the low tire says it's the left rear. I know, but I think it's the right front. And I think someone rotated the tires without telling the computer where the tire came from. So the computer thinks that the right front tire is the one that's low on air, but really it's the left rear tire because someone rotated the tires. So I'm going to air up all the tires and clear the code, and you drive it for a week or so and see if the problem comes back. And I'm going to tell the computer that the A tire is on the right rear and the B tire is on the left rear. Because A, B, C, D is how most computers keep track of the tires. Or left front, right front, left rear, right rear, or something like that. So those are the kinds of things that happen. But the self-defense mechanism, it, it really r- relates to you. The more information you can give us, the better off it's going to be. 
and be prepared to answer questions and the answers can be yes, no, or I don't know, or I'm not the driver. So those are the kinds of things that help you um, come through with successful repair. A little bit about me. I'm a master tech. I've been involved in the car repair industry since 1979. I own my own shop. This show isn't about my shop. That's why I don't thump my chest and tell everybody where I work. Right now, I'm somewhat retired, um, and my kids are running it, but both of them have 20 years in the shop. And we have the same technicians, and we make mistakes. Not too long ago, one of my senior guys who worked for me for more than 30 years, and it was the fault of the shop. Here's what happened. He was working on an oil change on a brand-new Honda Ridgeline. And in the middle of this oil change, he was called away from the car. And we really try not to do that. He was called away from the car, and when he got back, he thought he had put oil in the engine. And But we had taken him out of his flow, and he closed the hood. The customer got in it. 17 miles later, the engine blew up, and, he bring, and it gets towed back in, and Mark gets to buy a new engine. The technician still has his job. So does the service rider. So does everybody. But we learned from this. So we've insisted that our technicians think about this. We want you to finish the job in front of you before we call you to the front counter. Or if it's a phone, just tell the service rider to take a, a message. So or the technicians are responsible for making sure they finish the job. This kid's worked for me for more than 30 years. This is by far the biggest mistakes he's ever made. He still is employed with me. He was profusely sorry. But we looked at all the security cameras and all the tapes and everything, and we could clearly see that he got called away from the car. He really should have said, I'll be there in 10 minutes and fill the car up with oil. That's what he should have done, but he didn't. Nevertheless, it's just the way it happens. So all of us have those kinds of problems. All of us cannot please everybody that comes in our doors. If you were to look at my shop, you'd see that there's some guy mad at me about an air filter. And there was another guy mad at me about a tire rotation. Those are okay. We're not going to be able to please everybody. And every shop in town is going to have some negatives and some positives. And we're like, we're no better, no worse than the best that are out there. So if you want to find a good shop in your geographical area where you live or where you work, then go to MarkSalem.com and click on Best Car Repair Shops. And you'll find a general repair, a transmission, a paint and body, um, and stuff like that. So these guys are friends of mine, and they're honest, and they're dependable, and there's no reason to think that they're not going to treat you fairly. There's quite a few of them that are really good at tracking down vibrations and hesitations and hard cold start. Otherwise, it cranks over cold for an extended period of time before it catches. They're really good at that diagnostic stuff. Then some of the guys are really, really good on imports. Some of the guys are really, really good on diesels. Some of the guys are really, really good across the board, but don't do any heavy line stuff like motor replacements. So there's shops around there that are really good, and they're in their specialty. And so that's kind of important. MarkSalem.com. Mark with a K. Salem like the cigarette. MarkSalem.com. And you're welcome to send me an email if you want. If you have a question and if you'll include your phone number, I usually like to call you back and have a little longer conversation with you because I'll have a lot of questions. So again, MarkSalem.com. Thank you. Wear your seatbelt. Uh, don't drink and drive. And I'll see you next Saturday here on 960 KKNT.